Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Trace, the audio quality will be different for different people, and I'm sorry. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rippier. And I'm Chris. I just realized that Trace doesn't listen to this show on a regular basis, so that was for nobody. Correct. Yeah. Random friend of mine. Um, So you saw the description, you saw the everything on the internet. Uh... Overdress has been revealed. Um, so we're going to kind of go through the <laughs> reboot and our our impressions on the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, why don't we start with the lore behind the new reboot? Who wants to do that? I'm not doing it. <laughs> lore, <laughs> lore is stupid. Uh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> lore. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Rupert. All right, so we're in the planet Cray. We're we're now moving forward three thousand years from where we left off last time in the lore. So Giza is gone. Messiah has decided to fuck off to sleep. So the planet Cray has just lost all of its divinity, and all of the na- the existing nations and clans got scrambled together into a bunch of new nations. So. The United Sanctuary and all of its related clans are now the Keter Sanctuary. Dragon Empire is unchanged, because why would they? That's the most Dragon uh, Empire thing they could have done. <laughs> Dragon Empire Stargate is the is... Russia of, of Planet Prey. <laughs> uh, Stargate is now Brantgate. Uh, the Dark Zone is now the Dark States. and then. Zoo and Magalanica combined into a single nation called uh, Stoichea. And Bermuda and then... was shoved off into quarantine. <laughs> Thankfully. And then Bermuda got... is living on a giant pink whale. And Hell then yeah. this is going. Apparently, this nation is going to be for like all of their various crossover things in addition to Bermuda. So like Monster that's... Strike. Yeah, so that's called Lyrical Monasterio. So, Monster Strike, yeah, so Token... Apparently this happened because Gizeh did some nonsense or something. I we're like 3,000 years in the future. Yep. Well, I, I just assume it got bored, right? It's like, I, I want to destroy the planet. You, you know what? I got a pizza coming. Can you... You, you guys are good? <laughs> All right, see ya. Like, that, that, uh, that's my <laughs> fanon for <laughs> what happened. I, I would assume that... This is just like, we beat Gizeh, and then Messiah decided to fuck off after that, so now we're just dealing with the aftermath. See, the well, this is 3,000 right? years in the future. That's just, you forget, mm-hmm. you know? See, see, the best part about that whole thing, though, is that Gear Chronicle was just like, hey, Dark Zone, we need to make an actual country. <laughs> How about some democracy? <laughs> Yeah, so basically, Dark Zone is like the Warring States period of Japan, and then it, it united the country. So if that makes, uh, what's his face? That makes a Chrono Jet into Tokugawa Ieyasu. So that means there's a uh, Toyotomi Hideyoshi and Oda Nobunaga equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Oh, they did say there was an unnamed hero alongside Gear Chronicle, so I expect that will just become a card sometime in the future. That'll be their oh, Oda Nobunaga. And I'm a history buff, sue me, sorry. I was yeah. about to say, it could not have been uh, Amon, because he didn't show up for all of G-Series. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll never show up again, which, for 3,000 years in the future, I don't expect a lot of these old cards to be revived. Please don't. I kind of hope enough not, of that too. In- Actually, I will say that all of Genesis, except for the humans and the dogs, rest in peace, should all still be alive. Because Why? they're literal gods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the biggest implication of this change in lore is that clans, well, from a gameplay perspective anyway, is that clans don't exist anymore. They are, have all been merged into their respective nations, so... No more clans. We do not have to support 24 different playstyles every goddamn set. Instead, we have six. Which, yeah. uh... Oh. I don't know if you guys remember the layoffs episode that we did, that we linked to fucking everybody who asked about it. Uh, but this is kind of exactly what we asked for. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, more than what we asked for. Didn't we only cut it down to, like, half? 
We, yeah, we cut it in half. Oh well, I have I have brought up the idea of just going donations many times though. Yes, I think that's true. Yeah, that was the most common way. If they weren't going to like delete clans from the game, was to just move the nations. Even if you go down to like twelve clans, you still have like somewhere problem, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like you pretty much need to be in a position where you can support everything each time. Yeah. So this is kind of and, like the colors in Magic, right? Right. You okay. just have to play monocolor. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. all the monocolors will have like their own own like multiple gimmicks, I presume. Right. Yep. Like we would imagine that they would still try to maintain some level of the original clan's identities. And wow. then the and then the pink nation is just going to be like Jesus Christ, what the fuck is Bushy Road smoking? I mean my only problem, right? A is giant that whale, I can't, apparently. I can't possibly compare this to magic because there's no Amrakul to cheat into play, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> well, no, there, there could be. We don't know that yet. So the general consensus <laughs> is that this is a good thing. Correct. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, like, on it, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I would say, like, on a game design um, perspective. Trying to balance 24 clans, as you guys said, was absolute lunacy. Um, <laughs> having six and having them all be supported at the same time, from what it looked every set... Um, yeah, well, is... there's five every set, and then uh, the collab nation gets supported whenever. The whale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the giant whale oh. pops in every... So what, every yeah, if the, like, whatever Detective Conan set their release or whatever, what have you, <laughs> will be... I mean... If anything, this is prob the crossover nation is probably just their attempts at pushing this into the mainstream because they really obviously want this to work. Yep, they are the- all in, as it were. There, there is a, so, uh, a, a mention on the like different fight covered that everybody covered this, and uh, different fight had a or like translated one part where they said this is their hopefully last reboot of the game, so they're not going to make this like whole reboot yeah. every few years thing a thing or they're trying not to anyway i think this is their last stand of balance yeah, well, they yeah. they will do everything in their power to not re- they'll they'll definitely try to make sure they never have to reboot again is what they yeah. is what they said yeah and uh they've pretty much cleaned house on the design team yes uh new design team new director new everything Mm-hmm. Yeah, new, Apparently new the new team. design team is largely responsible for what we've seen in clan selection so far. Okay, yeah. I can live with that. And, and honestly speaking, I think that's a, a good sign. Because, mm-hmm. a, like, okay, so Solemn Vanguard actually said that, you know, he feels that the cards feel a lot more, like, watered down. Um, in clan selection? In, this, in, in clan selection, uh, which I agree with. Um and that they should have been introduced a lot earlier instead of, you know, waiting to the end of the life cycle. But, you know, if that's a, if that's kind of the sign that, you know, we're going to get unique playstyles for each, like, nation or, like, whatever's happening, you know, I am absolutely okay with, you know, the clan selection volumes one and two as their test. Um, mm-hmm. I think they have showcased, you know, a lot more forgive me for saying this, competent than the previous design team Yeah, in, in just one set. So Clan yeah. Selection 1 and 2 are their pilot episode, quote-unquote, of yeah. the new design team. Although, I do think it is an unfair impression because they had to work within the framework of Vieira, which is why that probably seemed really watered down, because there mm. were interesting ideas, like what they did to Mega Colony, how Chaos turned out, uh... What's this? Gastille had a really interesting design. So they have a lot of interesting designs. It's just trying to fit those into Vieira has been. <laughs> Very apt description. Thank you. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> Raspberry. Yeah. yeah, so. so... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I was just going to say, like, since we're already kind of uh, talking about the like level of support and everything um maybe maybe we can uh talk about like have they what have they done with formats now that they all right i'm, I'm so, going a little out of order from the list we have here but just that's sorry. fine yeah mm-hmm. um, so for the format stuff we're 
We're going to have three formats. This feels very much like what they did for the beginning of V-Era 2, where we're going to have the standard format, which is just going to be all the new stuff. So they're calling it D-Format. Get all your chuckles out now. I've just been calling it... I've been calling it OD or Overdress format all day. Like, I, I don't even call it Stan. Because I'm not immature. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, even, even when you call the it the new OD standard format. is going to have D icons, and it's going to have the nation play style. We're going to have, have nations... We should have several sets of support for every nation every year, so hopefully things will be more balanced because there's only five of them and then whatever random crossover they pull out of their butts. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have V Premium, which seems kind of like what they did at the Viera reboot, where Viera just keeps going, and they say that they're going to keep printing V Collection extra boosters twice a year for all clans, but... Mm. I think they will, uh, at least for the first like year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but they're uh, it seems like they want to use those a lot for like uh, nostalgia units like Raging Form Dragon, etc. Yeah. Drive so like I think uh, yeah, Touch Drive as well. So I think um, like these formats survive as much as people have faith in them, mm-hmm. and so people already kind of being like, uh, me is kind of probably not a good way to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, I probably wouldn't want to play V due to uh, like V Premium due to it being just V Era stuff. Yeah, yes. but uh, I think like I don't think people should give up on like premium say. I think that yeah. Or okay, well the reason for V premium being a thing is they brought in a lot of people into the now previously standard format, um, either from people disillusioned by G who like all right I'm just doing standard and that's it, or just brand new people to the game. So I think this is just a way of kind of like liaisoning them into into overdress. Yeah, yeah. maybe. And then we have premium, which is just premium as it is now. All cards are legal. The eternal uh, it's format. Still, yeah, it's still in format, though. So what they're doing with the nation cards is basically functions the same way as the Zeroth Dragons, where you still play clan-based decks, and then anything from the corresponding nations can also be put into those decks. But, you know, if you have a Kagero card, even if you put... D-era Dragon Empire cards in, that doesn't mean you magically get to start splashing in, like, Narukami or Tachikaze. You're just playing Kagero. You could just play the Narukami-like cards that are in the Dragon Empire. Yes. Yeah, that's probably gonna be a thing. Um... I... I really like the... Like, well, A, keeping an eternal format is always a good thing. Because mm-hmm. it leads to more experimentation. Uh, Ty Viter, who we had on our Nova Grappler Premium Profile episode, he had a really good video about this, where he kind of talked about this reboot just through the lens of Premium for the most part. And he was saying that, like, even though it, like it might seem like pretty chaotic, you a there's still going to be ban lists, and b within nine years of cards, there's so much stuff you can do. And uh, I, I think it's going to lead to a lot of interesting deck builds for that. And I'm excited mm-hmm. for premium especially. Yeah. I agree with that. So, along with this is also, like, they're changing ratios for sets again. So, let me find the infographic. They're doing away with their top rarity. So, VRs no currently, VRs. previously GRs. We're just getting rid of those. We're going back to just triple R's, r- double R's, rares, and commons. Finally. And there are going to be foils of commons and rares now. Yeah. So there's going to be a new hollow rarity for pimped out rares and commons. And Hell then, yeah. Obviously, there's still going to have DSRs, which is dress secret rares, which is just like your shiny versions of high rarity stuff. Again, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad that uh, you have the accessibility of these lower rarity cards, and then if you want to be a whore, you can be. And I think that's probably what's going to drive most of the secondary market, but that's okay. I feel attacked. (laughs) What? That you're a whore? Or... Uh, Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I'm being called out for wanting shiny rares. 
<laughs> I like how he's not denying the fact that he's a whore. He's like, yes, I'm a whore. <laughs> but also that I'm a whore. That's, you know. Yeah. And That's then... Fun. So, with the change in rarities, the ratios they've given us for the new upcoming booster set is going to be 10 triple R's, 15 double R's, 30... Uh, 30 rares, there is a typo in the post I'm reading, and looks like 65 commons, plus 2 DSRs, 40 SPs, and 50 hollows. So you have those plus the TDs. Yes. For, for first set. Interesting. Yeah, so, if we go with the assumption that they're supporting the main five nations every set, that means theoretically every nation should be getting two, tri- two triple R's, three double R's, 10 rares, and 15 commons. 13 commons. Wait. 13? Oh, yeah, 13. Yeah, 13 commons. I'm a yes. math major. I'm says. bad at math. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah, but you have an excuse. And Matt does not have an excuse to be bad at math. I, I do. Earlier earlier today, I was thinking, I was like, 3 times 3, that's 6. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> I've done that before, or, or like I've caught myself doing the there, there, there thing. Not so much I getting it wrong. Like, I also was like quickly doing something and forgot a negative, and I'm like, oh, I'm dumb. Also, I'm dumb. I said they were getting ten, ten rares, which is wrong. They're only getting six. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Because yeah, they're 30, so 30 divided by 5 is 6. Yeah, yeah. yeah 30... Uh, yeah. 30 divided by 5 is obviously 10. You have 9, you have 5. <laughs> so you're getting 5, 11, 24 cards per clan in the first set. That's pretty good. Plus TDs. Yeah. So they have like 15 or so. So yeah, there'll be uh, probably not enough for like variety quite, like a lot of variety quite yet, but... Uh, I assume they're going to put a lot of stable stuff in the TD, like PGs and whatnot, so they don't, they don't waste like spots and sets for that. I hope yes. so. Yeah, or so whatever, whatever along they with the first set, they're yeah. going to be putting out TDs for all the nations, and I think later down the line they are making a Bermuda TD. For three, three, three yen a piece, which is like less than $4. And the English yep. ones that are $4, like on the dot. Yep. And So if you're me, I'm just going to buy one of each. Yeah. And they're also making it so that all the staple cards should have four of, so you're not having to buy, like, three of them. They're going to do that shit where they, like, put one foil of each, so you have to buy, like, four TDs to be pimp. <laughs> oh, that drove Probably. me crazy. I um, I run in my, uh, my uh, Astral Plane stuff for Genesis, I run common Valkyrians because I didn't want to get the foil ones. Because I only bought two TDs, so you just do... Ah, so you're lame. I get it. It's not so much a lame thing. It's a, I need them to all be the same rarity thing. I I mean, yeah, but there's a better fix. What, (laughs) buy buy the other two foils on TCG Player? I could. Or I could, like, pay my rent and my bills and stuff. Mm, Not that it's that expensive, but, but, you know, it adds up over time. Um, Yeah. I get you. Yeah. So, the schedule in Japanese is going to be the first three TDs, which are going to be Dragon Empire, Dark States, and Keter Sanctuary, are coming out in March. Then in April, the last two for Stoichea and Brandgate are coming out in April alongside the first booster set. And then in May, we're getting a festival collection, which is just... And an anniversary collab, which is going to be Token Ranbu. Yeah, Of course. <laughs> Nobody cares. No, well, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Chris cares because I made fun of him for it for literally the entire time we were in college, and yeah, I'm like, they're no never going to do it again. And y- you win, sir. No, <laughs> yeah. no, still nobody cares. So I believe the festival collection will be like Bermuda stuff and maybe a TD. I think well, I saw I that somewhere. It's weird because like not only do they have like the clamp character designs, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they have this token Rambu set almost immediately. It's like they're really trying to bring in that crowd, you know? Yeah. Which... Oh, you already know. Like they're the same people that um, animated uh, Code Geass. So it's like you you know they're trying to bring in the more like, oh, we like the big brain anime, and also they it makes animes. me. This is unrelated, but it makes me so sad that the only thing anyone knows Clamp for is co- is the character design of Code Geass. 
It makes yeah. me so sad. <laughs> I mean, that is entirely fair, but I just felt that I had to mention it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> understand. And also, like, putting all their stuff on Amazon Prime, it feels like they're trying to hit the mainstream crowd as hard as they can. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're they're, they're trying to they're trying to do some stuff for sure. They're they're pushing. Yeah. And, and then they're they're trying. I think they're trying to undercut Digimon here based on this price point. Seems like it makes sense because uh, Digimon in the West has had some issues, so yeah. uh, with supply. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then June is going to be the second booster set, and July is going to be their second collab, which is Monster Strike. Oh, I you keep mean forgetting Monster that. Strike exists until this this stuff keeps happening. <laughs> But that game died in the West. Yeah, well, yeah, I played the game for like a day or two in the West, and I went back to Puzzle and Dragons. But yeah, same. Uh, no, that game is still incredibly popular, regard- regardless. <laughs> like that's a collab we'll probably never get, but you know, which is awkward, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. We might. Just like we got the uh, what's that? What's that one? The Bang Dream collab. <laughs> Yeah, but people actually buy Bang Dream shit. Yeah, so, like, if people actually buy Bang Dream shit and we didn't get out of here, I... I know people uh, who went to, who flew to Japan just for Bang Dream stuff. No, Goddamn. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... And then we also got reveals for all the boss monsters in the, te- in the new TDs. Dragon. Electric Dragon Robot. Uh, yes. What is what is essentially Managarm 2.0, um, uh-huh. a, a guy that looks like uh, Spike Brothers if they got infected with the Mega Colony virus. Um, what am I missing? Uh, um, the police. Yeah, Royal Paladin, just Royal Paladin. Yeah, some some kind of knight. Yeah. Yeah, and the and the and the and, and the fan base's bondage fetish. Right. Right. As, as you do. The the go to horny jail deck. <laughs> and you know everyone. Hey, they said lock here. though, so hold on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They intro- They also gave us like sneak peeks of what the potential play styles will be. So, I think they said dark states was going to be like big power on your vanguard. Yeah, it's gonna be that. sort of all in one push kind of thing. Yeah, it's gonna be like locking stuff, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, Stoikea is like multi attacking with rears. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Keter Sanctuary is probably going to be continuing to do the Paladin stuff where you just have a bunch of units. Yeah. And, and then, then uh, Dragon, Dragon Empire. Empire. Apparently, something about evolving your vanguard. Digivolve oh, too. <laughs> they had this thing called Persona Ride, but didn't explain what it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's that but little icon they? underneath the uh, grade mm-hmm. for those yeah, who are yeah, wondering. But... Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, it, they decided to not comment on that at all. Yeah, I, I assume that that's the uh, overdress part of the name. Oh, it could be. Uh, aside yeah. from this... specific, it could even be a specific nation mechanic. Maybe. Could be. Speaking, um, speaking I mean, of new mechanics, I'll be saying Persona. Beat me to it. <laughs> okay, so speaking of new mechanics, uh, they've introduced a few new things for Overdress. Um, starting with the concept of the ride deck, uh, which is essentially four cards, a grade 0, 1, 2, and 3, that are separate from your deck in, uh, itself. They have to be in separate sleeves. And they are taken out of the total 50. So at the start of the game, the thing in your deck zone is 46. Um, The grade 0 is your starting vanguard every time. And then the 1, 2, and 3 exist outside the game. But if you want, you can discard a card to ride that card during your ride phase. So no more misriding, no more G-assisting. So one thing that's... That that they say here. So if you you know if it's like an important grade one, it's probably you probably don't want that card in your ride deck, right? Like if it's like a grade one that you want to like call mm-hmm. most of the time, because mm-hmm. that means you can't have four of that card in your deck if it's in your ride deck, right? 
Yeah, exactly. You, you would have you only able you're only able to have three at that point in the deck, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a which is a pretty big deal. Awesome. Uh, my question that I don't think was properly answered was like, can you only use the ride deck if your grade stuck? No. So you can um, if you choose to. Yeah, exactly. That's what it seems like. Um, so like, if I you know have like a grade one, two, or three in my hand, and I'm going to ride. You know, and I see that what I have in my hand is not something I necessarily want to ride. It looks like I can just discard a card and then ride it. Okay. Yeah. So you, the current QA that they have up doesn't really answer that question. Although, I imagine as we get more information about things, that they'll clarify this issue. Yeah. So I think. Oh, I... Sorry, Chris. Finish your thing. I was just about to say, the ride deck just seems like it's going to replace G-Assist because of how much it put the um, player G-Assisting behind. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's also, really okay. G-Assisting had a chance to fail. Also yep. true. Um, yep. In the case of the discard, we've talked about the concept of the ride minus. Uh, different mm-hmm. Fight also touched on it a little bit in his video. But when you ride normally you, you you lose a card from your hand when you use the ride deck you also discard a card from your hand so it's essentially the same amount of card advantage being lost right regardless it's not like a straight minus one like gss was. correct mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time um there's still the kind of penalty of there is something to discard that you may or may not want to discard yeah, um, yeah. so or there's something you do want to discard <laughs> exactly yeah Grant Grambler smiles. Uh, it also appears to be that the quick shield thing is going away, and yep. that the yes. player, um, the player what? The starting player won't draw a card off their yeah. starting Vanguard right, right. Yu-Gi-Oh, we're Yu-Gi-Oh rules now. First I mean, player I, doesn't I, draw. I, I, I was kind of. Waiting for us to get here. It's been. I was waiting for us to get to this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you still it, draw it, for it, turn. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, 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 but yeah you don't you draw do... fighting grade one. Mm-hmm. Which is actually like pretty big. Like it's the same. It's just not drawing per turn, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting? Except it's actually, it's actually better because it means you have the option to draw your grade one if it's some not in your hand, or I guess now you have ride decks. That doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um. Well, what's interesting well, we is ride deck in standard only. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ride deck is standard only. Yeah, yep. so you you can't do this in Luard because there was a meme flying around where people are like, you run the the one copy of Luard in the ride deck and then just run a bunch of grade ones and twos. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And, There's and a lot of reasons why this yeah. can't can't work in older formats, and you have to ban like, but it might be worth banning like twenty cards just to be able to do it. To be honest, maybe might. Um, what's interesting is that the way they worded it implied that uh, no matter what your starter is, if you're going second, you get to draw a card when you ride grade one. Because before, in V-Series, the drawing off of riding grade one is a skill of your starter. Right. But de- I- I- obviously this we'll, will we'll be... Have to see, we'll have to yeah. see the starters before we make that call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be proven like, or disproven it could just by be the The starters will have... Yeah. It seems like a possibility is that the starters will just have the skills they have now, but worded with the quick shield effect. Mm-hmm. Right, can I be kind of upfront? I really hate the way V series did starters. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I really hate that. Like, and I really hope they don't let this go into overdress because I liked having a grade zero that did stuff on rear guard that, you know, might be able to diversify the way I play the deck. I mean, like, <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, I, I agree they with could, this. There could be a version of Forerunner that just has the quick shield clause where if you're going second, you can draw a card. Mm-hmm. Could be a thing. Um, and now for the over-trigger in the room. Uh, <laughs> oh, they also... God. Oh, it's my <laughs> least favorite part of this thing. It's Matt, my favorite you want, trigger. You, you, <laughs> you want to read this out? Yeah, you so now uh... there's this, uh, this ultimate trigger card that's one per deck called the over-trigger. <laughs> And it gives, like, 100 million power or something ridiculous. That and, sounds like uh, he's exaggerating, but that's literally the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you flip it on drive check, it gives 100 million power to somewhere and has an extra effect based on your nation. Mm-hmm. If you take it on damage, you're, you gain 100 
million power, and then you don't take damage for us. You you basically negate the entire block of damage. Yeah. That was, like, weirdly worded when they introduced it, because they said it resists damage source, but then... I expect that if you get, like, let's say you get crit, mm-hmm. and let's say you take this card as your second damage, it only stops damage after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Because the way it works is once you activate it, it's removed from the game, so... Right. I would imagine the resist damage would mean, like, if you damage check this, it goes away, so you don't take it. Yeah, yeah, right. but I'm saying, like, if you if you, if you take it as, like, the second damage on a crit. It's not yeah, so you're only taking one damage. Crit, so you would take one damage, that's you. Yeah. But I'm just clarifying, like, that seems to be what resist damage source means. That's what I'm yeah, guessing. But it also too. means like your vanguard's probably not being hit for the rest of the turn. Yeah, because yeah. 100 million is a lot. A lot. Yeah. Basically, um, unless your opponent also gets their own over trigger. Well, it only has 50k shields. So... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So... It also has 50k shield for some reason. We asked for draw defensive it, options. I guess, because everyone's going to draw it. Yeah. Oh, I will draw it every game. Yeah. So here, here's the exact wording. You may only have one over trigger in a deck. When revealed as a trigger, remove that card. Draw a card. Choose one of your units. It gets power plus 100 million until the end of turn. If revealed during a drive check, activate its additional effect, which is based on which nation you're playing. And then additional effects, uh, I think this is just a vanilla one. It's like, choose one of your units. gets power plus 100 million. So, yeah, I think Rootbeer's right. The resist damage is, if it's going as your damage check, it just poofs right. it out of existence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, do we want <laughs> the implications of this? How we feel? Um, I, I think it being one per deck is, like, kind of obnoxious. In the sense, <laughs> like, it's just going to be one of those things. Where you're just like, oh, well, there it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not high on it, but I'm gonna I'll test it and we'll see. Um, I think it will largely depend on what the nation effects are. Yep, yeah, I agree with that. I think it'll like, like depend on how fast games are too. Mm-hmm. Like, like basically the the like on the offense, these things are probably going to guarantee damage. Basically, yeah. So I want I, I just wonder like. How how annoying is playing around these things going to be, basically? Yeah. Because, like, they can still be perfect guarded, but you're not always going to have two, three perfect guards. Right. And then... Well, you, only get the, you only get to put it on one uh, unit, so... Well, not for, like, the Keter Sanctuary one, right? That one's, like, already on two? Or is that the Dragon, dragon one? Did they we say... Have no, we or... have no idea... It could just be, like, the additional effect that they gave us right now is just an example, and we'll see what the actual full effects are once the game is properly released. Like, we have no... We have no real way of knowing what this actually does until they properly release all of the nation effects. Gotcha. Um, No, I just didn't know. It could... Because, like, if all of the current nations have these very distinct play styles, it could be that they're just taking the styles of the old triggers and putting it as the nation effect. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. so you, so a stand, crit, draw, heal type thing? Or what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. Interesting. But, again, we have no real way of knowing until they actually reveal it. Mm. And I guess... The other upside about this mechanic is, like, if it goes really badly and they think it's not healthy for the game, they could just ban this card and never print new ones. Yep. Yep. Um, there was uh, somebody who put a very long uh, post on the Vanguard subreddit. We linked to it on our Twitter. Um, it's called Over Triggers Not As Broken As You Think. And the guy had, like, a long, long rant about, uh, you know, don't freak out. Uh, but just a little excerpt here. The first uh, thing I see most people say is, I don't want to lose the game because the opponent pulled a single trigger. Well, this is a fair reason for not wanting to lose a game. People realize, uh, please realize that this has been a factor (laughs) of the game. That happens all the time anyways. Since day one, yeah. I don't think This is like, this is like, but the difference, I don't think that's like really valid because the difference is like, you can just have a hand, like a, a large hand and this card just negates any of that. Yeah. 
Like, I don't Where, think like, any... You're, losing, mm-hmm. you're not losing the game to a trigger, like, substantially ahead on hand before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's usually like they double Like, I don't think there's something. a valid argument there. Yeah, well, the the rest of it is, I don't think any player can remember the la- uh, number of times they've lost to a Miracle Heal. I know I sure can't. Or the number of games they won by someone getting very lucky and landing a crit on a drive check to just barely get past the opponent's guard. Lots of decks tend to get walled out by just one or two defensive triggers as it is. Uh, the very nature of triggers is that the game of Vanguard can swing dramatically off of a single trigger check, and the addition of overs doesn't change that in the slightest. It uh, definitely does. I, I disagree with that in in general, but it's a different conversation. Yeah. I mean, well, there's also stuff know. like how many times do you just draw it at the start of a turn or off of draw triggers and stills or... That kind of thing. Oh no, like, I will yeah. draw it. I will draw it. I will try yeah. it naturally every game. Although I I also like kind of disagree with that idea that triggers can swing the game very hard. Like they can, but I feel like as we've seen with recent power creep and how consistently the best decks top is that triggers stop mattering at a certain level of power. Mm-hmm. So like, James likes to make this point a lot too, that like Triggers aren't actually worth as much as people would ascribe to them. Like, yeah, sometimes you'll steal a game multi-critting someone early, but at a certain point, triggers start to become less relevant. Chris, you Um, had something? Personally, as a professional Luxac, I love this card. Um, (laughs) That being said... Of course you do. That being said... Um, the way this card works, I, personally speaking, I think it's only beneficial in two places. One, if your opponent just does not PG, um, or if you are, you know, needing that miracle, like, heal on six or, like, some other damage or whatever. Um... I don't necessarily think that it's a problem card, per se. Um, I just think that if you feel that, you know, there is a substantial opportunity, or at least a substantial, like, chance that there will be that card popping up, you should probably PG. If there is still perfect cards, that's the other but thing, But it's a one-of, like, I think a pop-up, like, immediate, like... Like, it, I guess if it pops, it's actually less bad if it pops up immediately, but, like... It's going to be annoying if it pops up, like, quickly, but, like, you know, like, right as you're at, like, four damage or something. It's mm-hmm. going to be rather annoying. Yeah, and, well, I agree with that, but depending on what the nation effect does, like, if it adds another crit, then this is where this card gets really toxic. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if it's, like, stands or, like, draws or, like, a heal... The heal might be really annoying, but the other two, not so much. I don't know. Unless it's a front trigger for, like, 100 mil, then... <laughs> I have nothing, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of front triggers... I guess uh, somebody... Like, imagine, like, like, still you're, you're the... Okay, yeah, Matt I first. The, the problem is, like, you can assign the 100 million power anywhere, so if you're... So if you're playing something that can attack a whole bunch and you just dump this on a standing rear guard, for example, like, what are you supposed to do about that? Do you have just three perfect guards lying around to stop the vanguard? Yeah, like, the, so the first hundred gonna, million. Like, multi-attack the with their rear guards, right? So you're yep. just gonna, like, throw 100k on something, like, restand and attack you again for 100 million. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that's already, like, basically two guaranteed damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like, that... That's, uh... that's my concern. Okay, that's fair. But like, well, somebody... and that's not one trigger wouldn't make that situation like like wouldn't make that two guaranteed damage. It would just make it annoying. But it wouldn't be yeah. oh here's two hundred million attacks. That mm. so, so that's why I don't really buy that like one trigger. It's like the same as getting a trigger. Otherwise, it's not. It's just straight not. It's yeah because well... then because like currently you have let's just say something restands with thirty thousand power like. That's still a lot, and realistically, you're probably going to get beaten, but there is a chance that you great buy, but a hundred million in power, I think even if you drew out your entire deck, you couldn't guard it without oh, perfect guards. Close. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, numerically, no. Not, it's, not like, it's, 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 it's literally not possible. 
Even with your own overtrigger in hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the only realistic way of guarding this is a perfect guard, and then... It you would know, be interesting, never... in this case, if they make perfect guards, not have to discard. Ooh. Mm. See, that's interesting. Ooh. Um... Another thing but we don't, is obviously that, we don't know that yet, but that's just yeah. something that, like crossed through my mind just now. Well, you also have it because it's only one per deck, uh, and there's the thing where the guy mentioned like you can draw it or uh, damage it or whatever. Uh, once it's gone, it's gone. There's no Correct. like, oh, I'm gonna cheese this back on top of deck where I have three more of these oh, in yeah, the deck yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. You can't you can't loop that shit. Thank fucking god. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All the. This also hasn't discounted the possibility that at some point a main character deck is going to have a way of cheating this on top of the deck. No, no, no. I, I, I think, I think they would probably not allow that. I would hope. I think I, I, I feel like you can give this card a different card type, or you can just avoid it at all costs. Hmm. It's like, yeah, you just say like normal unit, or just not even allow. Like they didn't really allow trigger stacking like much to, like earlier anyway, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they'll try now. It's definitely obviously... something that scared me when it was first revealed to the point where I made a fucking meme from the opposites attract video, uh, the Paula Abdul song. I I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it, it came uh, to mind. I don't mind. know anything about it. Two steps forward, I take two steps back. Anyway, um, yep. So, the, it scared me, and, like, that guy's post, like, did assuage my fears a little bit, but just, it's definitely the thing that's making me go, hmm. Yeah, I, I, disagree, I disagree with a lot of his arguments, but I'm actually, like, not that worried about it at the current moment. I want to see, like, other things and do some testing once we have access to Japanese, what the Japanese cards do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume we'll know the trial decks. Uh, much earlier than we'll know most other things, so... Yeah. yeah. Uh, Since so, they're coming uh, out late March, and we're right. already, like, halfway through... We should be done with Clan Selection 1 now, and we're already, like, halfway through Clan Selection 2, so, like, mid to end of February, they should start re- revealing stuff. Right, mm-hmm. we are done with Clan Selection 1. They showed the ghosty card uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yep, All right, that's around my two. birthday. Can't wait. Um, I will say this, though. Um... This so something I've been noticing about Vanguard is that they've been looking to kind of integrate certain parts of Vanguard Zero um, into the TCG. Um, oh. It's starting off with like, hold on, with stuff like art um, and things like that. Um, but I'm starting to kind of think, based off of what Matt was saying about them not discarding for PGs, um, what if the PG has you not discard, but you can only use it if you would lose, if you didn't guard. Uh, that's not even how PGs work in uh, in zero, though. That's how they work in zero. Yeah. No, no, no that's it, not strictly. It, no, that's not strictly how they work in zero. If uh, they have two or more crits, guard if they have a crit, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not exactly. If you have two or more, it crits. also triggers after drive checks. Okay, yeah. And that's a big reason why crits are pretty bad in zero. Mm. Got it. Is that, like, if you hit a crit, then your opponent will auto-PG it, and you'll be like, well... Right. And you actually lose a lot of uh, pressure that way, randomly. Yeah. It'll also be a thing where you're like, I wanted that damage. I'm at two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel like taking choice out of the equation, because that's what it does in zero, would be kind of stupid. I feel like that they're... I think they should not do that. I think yeah. they should, I think PGing regards actually adds adds like uh, I think like when they started making PGs that did, couldn't PG regards a lot of nonsense started happening, and that was not very good, and so it's 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 actually really nice to just have the option to even if they don't think they need it. Mm-hmm. Do you think like, Sentinels will stay on triggers? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, again, I think we'll know from the TDs alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna. They don't have space to put state put state put repeat cards like that in the uh, main set, so I think a lot of it will be in the TDs. Mm-hmm. Which is a big reason why they want the TDs to be cheap. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to be in a position where people can't buy fucking perfect cards. Yeah. Which that are was like literally not necessary. fun. It was not a fun time. Correct. In early. Do you remember Vanguard. when like back yeah in early Vanguard right when you were like oh I want to play 
uh, I'm trying to think. Let me try to think of a deck like Gold, gold Paladin, like early Gold Paladin. Get, oh yeah, yeah, like you, yeah, you want to play like fucking Garmor, uh, not Garmor, Pelinor and uh, whoever, right? Pelinor and friends. Yeah. Tool, toolkit, toolkit, Pelinor, Ezel, whatever, whatever, what have you. And you're just like, oh, but Gold Paladin perfect guards are like twelve bucks, and every other card in deck is basically worthless. And you're like, okay. <laughs> actually yeah. my the deck was like the deck was like a hundred bucks and like half of it was perfect guards yeah <laughs> yeah which is but like i don't think they want to be in that position because perfect guards are basically a lockout from playing the game at all mm -hmm. or like not having four of the triple r is not mm -hmm. just based on how the game is just based on how the game is played i'm hoping yeah. that they make more uh like budget main grade threes because that's something they kind of abandoned actually sorry let me drop that well uh, everyone getting a TE, they automatically have that yes exactly so so having like a budget boss is good because that was really a problem in v series where they just you don't have the yeah, vr, the VR go fuck awful. yourself yeah every time they do the vrgr thing it's awful and they always get then they get rid of, then they get rid of it or lower it and then they bring it back again yeah, it's just so miserable. Although, with them completely rolling over staff, there's some level of confidence that it might go away for good. Hopefully, um, yeah, VRs were a pain. So uh, now, now that we've like kind of gone through everything, uh, why don't we go around in a circle and say one thing about ourselves? No, I. Uh, Go, go around and, and say uh, what you like, what you don't like about the things we know so far, and what you want to see. So, Chris, since uh, you're the guest, why don't you start? So, I like Overdress's overall design. Um, this was a very smart move by Bushy Road to cut down on 24 clans to make it 6. Um, and to ensure that the game balance was maintained by ensuring that, you know, every like clan or nation would be getting basically you know support every set um i'm a little bit skeptical on the over trigger um a part of me feels like there could be some good done with it but a larger part of me feels that you know it being one of um it having this kind of mate like major power um or whatever and all this other stuff, you know, it can probably hurt the game a little bit more than, you know, not having it simply would. Um, personally, I hope that there are um, kind of archetypes within the nations, personally. Um, I would really like to see that. Um, just because I want to see... You know, stuff like oracles and witches within the Keter Sanctuary um, working together or something like that. Just for, like, lore reasons, because that's pretty dope. Also, stand triggers. Bring those back. <laughs> well, they well, did that, reveal, bad news for you. They did reveal some <laughs> early splash arts for all the new nations, so I think we... Because, like, the TD boss for Dark States is like this weird mix of mega colony and spike brothers but since they're all dark zone cards we're just going to say that it's spike brothers and that but they also already showed off some splash art with some pale moon looking units too sure did like and a then, circus yeah mm -hmm. it's like a like a like a dump like a ruined circus or something like that it's pretty neat yeah yeah almost and as like, if it was under a pale moon or something <laughs> uh no pale moon and then for like brand yeah, like for Brandgate, obviously there's going to be some sort of Link Joker aesthetic just from the name, but they did also show off card art with the Link Joker aesthetic explicitly. Uh, Stoichea, they also revealed some Grand Blue looking cards. So since it looks like each uh, nation is getting two triple R's, they're probably just going to be supporting multiple old clans within each nation so don't know what that's going to be for dragon empire because we had like the phoenix from the td and then a whole bunch of dragon dancers which answers absolutely nothing 
But like Dark States, it looks like we're starting with Spike Brothers and Pale Moon. I don't know if they revealed anything else for Keter Sanctuary. Everything just kind of looked like Royal Paladin. Yeah, I didn't see. I saw some stuff, but nothing that can make out as anything. Yeah. Well, honestly, uh, that art yeah, was like, impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Stoichea looks like they're starting with Great Nature and Grand Blue, and then Brant Gate. Uh, we have the police woman thing, which seems to evoke the police. And possibly Nova Grappler. They kind of have similar aesthetics. But and they then have we already... handcuffs to lock your units. Yeah. Put them and, in then... and then we also saw, like, explicitly Link Joker design cards. So, you know, yes. we're seeing some mixed aesthetics coming out from these already. And I'm very happy. Chris, did you did you do all three things? Was that? Yeah. Uh, okay. All three things. I don't remember what the three things were. I know, it, it all kind of bled into each other. <laughs> uh, Rupert, you um, want to do yours? Okay, so I really like that they are consolidating into nations. This is something we've desperately needed so that things get equal support. It also means that OTT won't be the worst clan in the game again. <laughs> uh, what I want to see... I want to know what the fucking Bermuda Nation is, obviously, because I'm me. Of course he is. He, uh, sa- same with Chris. I'm concerned with the possibilities of the over-trigger. Or, like, on its face with just the 100 million power, I don't think it's terrible, but I also have to acknowledge that, yes, this is something that PG or GG, which... Isn't always the case with other triggers, so I think what the nation effects are is really going to be what makes or breaks this card for me, and hopefully they have the awareness to just delete it from the game if it gets to that point. And then, I really appreciate the ride deck, like, that was a good idea, I don't know why we couldn't have had something like this earlier, but it does mean essentially taking three cards out of your deck forever unless you plan on just discarding for them always assuming they don't lock it to only if you're grade stuck um anything you wait hope to see was there anything in there or was that part of the hope to see hmm i i'm hoping each nation gets maintains a very distinct play style because that does kind of, part of this was a problem with just how many clans there were in the game too is all of the play styles kind of start bleeding into each other like right now it seems like we have some very distinct thing where you know dark states is going to be this all in one like complete beat down in one turn uh, Stoachea is going to be just general aggression. United Sanctuary, or Cater Sanctuary is going to be the advantage nation. We have no idea what Dragon Empire will actually be based on its description alone. And then, uh, Brantgate is going to be the dedicated control clan. At least just based off the initial descriptions of each play style. So... There are no clans. They're, they're only nations. Yep. So I'm hoping that the five nations will kind of maintain distinct playstyles from each other. I will say that just based off of what we understand about the Dragon Empire at this moment, mm-hmm. um, and and combining that with what we know about like the whole Dragon Egg thing, um, I am almost willing to bet that it's like Digi Evolution, like mm-hmm. like Digi Evolution, like absolutely. Where you're kind of like, where you have like a grade three, and then you can evolve it into something else. So it's just going to be strides, kind of. Um, <laughs> that would be the biggest you know, fuck you that. to Digimon ever, and I am so here for it. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I am not gonna lie. I mean, the zappy mech dragon looks like a Digimon. Yeah, because that's how Digimon works, right? You're like an egg, and then you turn into a tiny blob, and then you turn into a blob with legs, and then you turn into a dragon for some reason, and then the dragon turns into a mech. Yeah, what's the problem? (laughs) Oh Oh, no, this is 
Pop oh my god, you're right. The main character is just a Digimon because they already had the egg as like a starter card in their promotional art. And then there's whatever this weird mascot card is going to be. That's going. It's probably going to be like the first stage of it. And then we have the Phoenix, which is going to turn into a mech. This yeah, is just Digimon. Yeah, what's the problem? <laughs> I don't understand the issue here. <sighs> Matt? <laughs> uh, let's see. The questions like what I was worried about, what I appreciate, and what I hope for. Uh, it's what you like, what you don't like, what you're hoping for. So, so yeah, same thing. All right. Uh, so I like that the art is done by Clamp. I'm a big, I'm a Boomer Clamp fan. Uh, <laughs> from okay, the days boomer. of, you know, whenever X 1999 will be finished, and uh, <laughs> Magic Knight Ray Earth, Card Capture Soccer, Acho Bits, etc. Uh, I've read a lot of Clamp. Uh, anyway. Uh, but, you know, uh, and like I said, I was sad that people, uh, always think of Code Geass when it comes to clamps, but, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I'm very <laughs> upset about it. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, but I, I, I do like that. I like, um, I like that they followed my idea of to, uh, just go to nations and not worry about clans. Uh, my brain is quite large sometimes. <laughs> uh, again, I'm, uh, I am worried about the overtrigger itself. Uh, but I'm willing to um, take a look at it. I'd be much more high on it if the overtrigger were there. I also kind of am a little miffed that the deck is only in standard, but I I, I know why that's the case. Uh, so I, I know that they just cannot let that thing exist elsewhere. And uh, what do I hope for? Uh, I hope to see things sooner than later. <laughs> I hope yeah. they don't like wait till. March 20th to tell us things. Hmm. So I have some good news in that department. Um, from the way Bushiroad kind of does things with this with this kind of thing, we probably won't see the TDs until like March like 1st or something. That's okay. Oh yeah, no, I'm hoping it's sooner than that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they still have to get through. Oh wait, they could actually show it during um, the Tuesday streams. So that correct. Ooh, yeah. They could. I mean, yeah. they, they, they can ne- literally waste five weeks showing each TD in Tuesday streams. Yeah. Also, and people like, will care. they have definitely just started revealing random TD cards in the middle of a set still coming out. Correct. Yeah, no, they, just, they do not care. I'm going to be real and say I really don't care about the clan selection cards anymore. No, nobody does. <laughs> I only care about Prism support because I'm me, but aside from that, clan selection has been very boring. Because like, it has to exist in V. And, like, honestly, like, I, I see where, like, you know, like, I'm excited for Angelica. Don't get me wrong. Like, this is gonna be a, it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. And that's one of the big reasons why I'm still debating on selling my Genesis deck. Because I still want to play that deck. But um, at the same time, you know, it's like, what am I going to do with it? Nobody's going to want to play V seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> V was a very... Uh, Atlas, mm. I'm putting that in the YouTube video. What that that meme? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, take it. Uh, I I saw it on uh, on Vanguard's earlier today. It was what's the guy's name? Um, yeah, somebody named uh, Dimas Dimsum, which I assume is a I don't know. It says how the BMT nation conflict will go. So anyway, um, and now everyone is speculating that Bermuda Triangle will be the villains, which I am here for because it means constant support. I'm oh, here no, for it too. Have a Xenoglossia collab, no. And oh then, the, and then you guys are all gonna have like darker clothing now, less winking, Ed. more, more. Styles. I hope no one has seen Xenoglossia for their sake. <laughs> Honestly, um, I really hope that we get evil idols. <laughs> I'm here for it. Again, Xenoglossia. If it's Sorry. got the word idol in it, Rupert's here for it. Um, so I don't even like idols. Is the funny thing? <laughs> is it kind of like where, like how I see Great Nature, where I don't really care about the aesthetic? You just play okay, it because it's fun. Like okay, fairy. Yeah. Yeah. See <laughs> yes, I mean. and at this point, I also just enjoy the salt from the community. Mm. That's a good reason, actually. Spite yeah, is very spite fair. Spite is a good reason. Spite Dude. is the best motivator. Spite is. The reason, God, the reason I've done so many things in my life. 
I'm like, I think two more spite motivated actions away from a George Costanza award. Close to it. Anyway, uh, good, good, bad, and wishes. Uh, uh, once again, glad that they consolidated the clans down into nations. Um, and you know, happy to see that be a thing. Um, reason because I'm a little skeptical about the uh, the Stoicaea nation because I get the feeling that there's going to be a, a muddying of play styles, but I'm not sure. This could age I very mean, poorly. Again, but, again, I would wait. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, make such claims. but just in my head, where because it's two different nations combining with each Do you other... Think title Assault wouldn't be good in great nature? Oh, it would. But, like, compared to something like the Dark States or... K- literally all the other nations are just that nation from before, but with a new name and mm-hmm. reason for existing. Stoicaea is two yeah. nations combining with each other. Um, yeah, so... So I don't know. It, I, I think I think I think you're. I, I don't think you should be that worried about it. Yeah. Well, it it's also because I want to have a different also, bad reason than you guys because you guys have already. You know, I don't like the over trigger either, but I don't want to be the. You know, it's already yeah, been covered. No. Yeah, yeah, no. But, Apparently, uh, we'll know more about the over trigger next week. So okay, stay tuned for that. Look, look. Oh, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Stoyake is going to get superior call a copy of your Vanguard. Give it restand, and when it's placed, paralyze or rear guard. Done. Please stop. You they should just <laughs> never print a card that says paralyze or stun ever again. I, I hope not too. Oh, that's Glad another good thing. I, are finally free from playing that garbage. No, th- that's another good thing. There's less of this like weird clan identity problem that the ninja clans, Genesis and uh, Mega Colony, have suffered from for literally their entire existence. Um, yeah, now yeah. now Murakumo and Nubatama are just like rogue aspects of the Dragon Empire. Yeah, <laughs> and the so just fine. Yeah, just Genesis fine. managed to get out okay, like they be, because they had the astral plane thing that was different enough where you had something going, and they even managed to you know top a couple tournaments here and there in both formats because they got good stuff. But both Ninja Clans and Mega Colony, they have like it has been like. Just a dude tripping on his own feet all the way down the track. Um, I will say that, uh, not to brag or anything, but Genesis also got an Ultima that didn't cost a hundred dollars. <laughs> got a good point. Um, and then what I'm hoping for in the future is, uh, I'm hoping that this is still a like robust enough game where the like you you have decks within nations does that make any sense yeah mm-hmm. like you want them to preserve the clan identities from each nation but then because of the mixing and matching they have more space to print these we- weird experiments without just dragging down the clan for a year Yes. There's that, and I also hope that, like, now that we have these, uh, the, the nation things, maybe you start getting stuff like engines. Maybe engines become a thing, like in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, but certainly could cool. happen. Yeah. But, There's uh, some things like that, but not very much. Yeah. Um, and also, that's only within clans, whereas, like, in Yu-Gi-Oh, you have stuff like a Sky Striker engine, or a, you know, whatever. Stop. Um, <laughs> I made him mad. <laughs> all right so uh i think that'll about do it for the episode um yeah. where can people find you guys you can find me on twitter at wiggums 2 gs 2 zs you can find me at plasma eclipse you can find me at silver underscore chariot um seven with the roman numerals at the end and that's silver with also, no vowels I'll be... yeah yeah also silver. i will be putting the links in the description for the youtube video Oh yeah, uh, we have a YouTube channel now that we're like slowly ramping up. Um, and then you can uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak 
on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or you can find the show at Nexus at Night in the same places. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, patreon.com slash nexus at night, uh, $5 or more a month, cup of coffee a month, you get a whole ass bonus show every week with the three of us plus the occasional guest. Uh, $10 or more a month, you get shouted out on the show like our $10 patrons, Darren and Cole. Thanks for donating. Um, and, uh, yeah, we are excited that we're entering this new era because now it's a whole bunch of meat to sink our teeth into. And... And? I think we're more optimistic about this than we are, were with the Vieira reboot because while gifts were interesting, even then we already had concerns with the idea of making more circles or protect seeming mediocre on, at face value. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can always go back and listen to them. They exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're, we're on a record. But, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week. It's probably going to be more Overdress-related content. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rip Beer. I continue to be Chris. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>